Man, you're rocking with your boys at Dead End Hip Hop. It's your boy FIFO and Ken. If you didn't know, now you know. We're doing 365 reviews. So that means all of 2021, you're going to get an audio review from me and Ken. If you would like to support me and Ken, make sure that you drop something at our Cash App. That's dollar sign Dead End Hip Hop. Also, if you don't have Cash App, you can do it via PayPal. Hop at gmail.com Make sure that you hashtag DE365 So that way we know it's for me and Ken Dead and Hip Hop Audio review Boldy James the Versace tape um, If you didn't know Boldy James is from Detroit. If you listen to this project you know why I said what I said um, But he was born August 9th 1982 in the ATL um, His first project was my first chemistry set completely produced by the alchemist in 2013 that was my introduction to Bodie james however fun fact ken did you know that Bodie james and chuck english from the cool kids are blood cousins no i didn't know that pretty dope right yeah 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 all right so the versace tape um this is dope man and honestly but I think I think Boldy had a breakout year in 2020. Um, this was one of four projects I think he dropped um, alongside of signing to Griselda in 2020, right? Or was that 2019 going into 2020, Ken? It may have been 2019 going into 2020. Okay. But either way, the newly signed Griselda member uh, did everything to not disappoint, and he followed the blueprint set by... Uh, we know the, the the big three, um, but man, the Versace tape is Jay Versace and obviously Bodie James, and this 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 was good. Um, to me, the the chemistry isn't the same as Alchemist, uh, and that's not that's not to take anything away from Jay Versace or this project. I I thoroughly enjoy this project. I really like this project. Um, for me, it has to be. It, it's a little bit about Jay Versace. Personally, uh, because it, mm-hmm. the, he's just a bit too weird for me. It's dope. <laughs> it's dope. And Boldy's dope. And Boldy did a lot of great things on this. But for me personally, Jay Versace's production is just a little too weird. But it's good. So it's not a, it's not a knock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was 2019. Because I'm seeing something here that says by March, he signed a deal with Griselda, but it's not giving me the year. It's talking about after he put out the Boldy, uh, the Boldface album. Um, but so, yeah, so that's before. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. Nah, it was it was March. It was in March of twenty twenty. March okay. of twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, nah, yeah, man. I I I think this was. I do think this was, um, think this was dope. Um, you know, I always like. I think what I like about Boldy is he does something a little different in the uh, monotone rapper uh, field. And, yep. um, you know, it's a little bit more gruff and, and street-like. Like, it comes like very street-like. And, um, and for this to be his first, like, debut um, Griselda project, I think he did a good job of kind of reminding us or fans of why they signed him or, and, you know, if Griselda fans don't know about him, then, you know, kind of t- showing them why he signed with them as well. Cause he gives us the street raps. He gives us some insight into, 
you know, you know, his life. I, I do think the skits on here were, I don't know, it didn't quite connect with me. I didn't quite enjoy them. Um, well, the you know, first one was pretty dope, Maria. though. Maria? Yeah. Uh, po- Pony Down, or I guess Maria. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah, that's yeah, the one with the, girl, with the lady crying, talking about we've been apologizing to white people. No, no, no. The one I'm talking about is the, the news anchor talking about that there was somebody that stole somebody's $2,000 Cartier friends right off their face. Yes. That's yes. how I like some Detroit that, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause that 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 did uh, set a tone because it kind of set me up. I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck we about to talk about on here? Because who the fuck steals glasses off somebody's face Bruh. and get away with it? Bruh. That shit is. I, I was kind of stuck on that. So I thought that was cool, like the intro. But it was the Maria skit that I didn't quite. Even after listening to it a few times, because it's only 23 minutes long. Mm-hmm. You know, it still didn't quite connect with me. So I, I honestly skipped the the skits. Um, but that's about it, man. Like everything else is is on point. New Wave, Cartier is my shit with El Camino. Brick Down X was my shit. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that that was dope too. He said I did it all with my left hand. Yep. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah. And, yep. and 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 I want to I don't necessarily want to take back what I said about Jay Versace, because because I definitely think that he created a soundscape that is unique for Boldy. Um, mm. And it's still it's still in Boldy's wheelhouse. And I don't want to say like the entire project was produced in a weird, eerie way. I'm trying to find which one I'm exactly talking about, because there, there's one beat on here that's just like super weird. And I'm like, what the hell is this? It's I, I do know what you're talking about because I, I while I do like the production and I do believe and feel that Boldy does sound good over it, there still felt like it didn't quite mesh the way I think I was making it mesh in my head. So I think I was like so caught up in like Boldy and the rhymes and the stories that he was telling that I kind of pushed the production, you know, a little bit underneath and to the side um, and didn't really focus on it that much. So I do understand your point about that. And um, and he used to be like a Vine star that turned into a producer. So he's still kind of oh, really. Yeah. Yeah. He's still kind of learning on the on the, on the job, man. Um, yeah. So, so you yeah. know what? OK, so so what you saying that I think that he then, then it, it changes my thought process a little bit on his production style. I think he's trying to like master the quirkiness because sometimes it, it, it like, it don't feel right the way he chops up a sample, but then it's kind of like he makes it work in a weird kind of way. But that's what I mean by being just a little weird and eerie. So the main song that I'm talking about, like is Cardinal Sin. The way that he used that voice, ooh, like mm-hmm. it, it was, it was a little weird, but also the track before that, uh, Monte Cristo, like just the way he he created that soundscape, right? Like even with having the sample, the voice of the sample so bright compared to the rest of the track, it's just like, okay, like obviously you, I guess you meant to do that. It, it's just, yeah. I don't know, it's a bit quirky and weird. It works. It's not necessarily like. If I was if I was Bodhi, it's not like beats that I would pick, but it I, I guess if this is what Jay Versace is giving you, it is what it is. Again, I don't want to make it sound like I'm 
giving them a knock for it is just my own personal taste. It's a bit little too weird and quirky. But again, I think I think the mesh between them boldly makes it work. But again, I agree with you where it's not it's not necessarily the best pairing, but it ain't the worst pairing either. Right, right. And um, those are actually two of my favorite songs out here too, man. Uh, I do like what he did with the samples, but I hear what you're hearing when you listen to those. And I see how that could be, you know, um, off-putting may be too strong of a word, but that's what I got right now. Um, but yeah, I do uh, fuck with those two. Um, what did you think about Roxy Cotton? I fuck with it. I like yeah. it. I, I like Westside on there. It, what I brought the brought the bravado, you know, and it's not to say that Boldy doesn't have it, but Boldy's energy isn't going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Boldy's words will give you the bravado, but Westside's just as soon as he come on, it, it's like he livens up the track. Yeah, I, I you know I, when I looked at it, when I looked at the track list, and I saw his name, you know, I got excited, but I didn't walk away excited. And really. But I, Why? yeah, it's like I, I don't know, man. I thought I was gonna get a little bit more than than what I what I got, um, mm-hmm. and I I believe I was just hyping it up in in my head. I do like the track uh, for everybody mm-hmm. listening, um, but I think my the expectations I set for myself was higher than what was delivered or what I heard. Um, but what I do like on here is that I don't know, man. It's something about Keisha Plum, man. The more I hear her, the more I like her. Something about her voice and that damn yeah. singer at the end. Like, she killed it. But it wasn't enough of her. Yeah. So that was the yeah. other part that I, I got frustrated with. Yeah, no, nah, Keisha Plum is definitely dope. Uh, Ke- Keisha Plum is the one that's, like, kind of in between West Side. Like, with yeah. the little singing. Yeah. You yep, know, um, yep, yep, yep. Almost like ad-libbing. Um, mm-hmm. Her voice and her style fits this type of hip hop so well uh, because, because it's obviously so sample based. So she's just adding that extra flair, that extra soul to it. So it definitely works. Now I, I agree with you, Ken, in a sense that that West side track isn't necessarily like life changing is not West side's best feature or anything like that. But I think it, it did serve to change up the, I guess the tempo just a little bit. Because mm-hmm. there's no other track outside of the one with um, El Camino that has another feature on there, right? And, and obviously, it's, it's a short project. So it's not like you want to kill it with features and then, you know, you're essentially a feature on your own project. But I don't know. I feel like it, it, it gave it enough of variety on, on, on the project. We'll be back after this quick break. You know what? I actually kind of do want to talk about that. So you signed to Griselda. You put out your first album under Griselda. You know, you got the Griselda tag and you don't rely on Griselda at, to, to introduce you. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm Boldy James. I'm going to have one Griselda feature, two, if you want to include Keisha. And that's it. And so, you know, some dude named El Camino, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are, but I thought he was cool. I'm going to actually go see if mm-hmm. I can check him out. Um, and, you know, it's like, this is an introduction to who I am. So if you're going to fuck with me, then you're just going to fuck with me. And you're just not yeah. going to be on here just because I got a bunch of Griselda ra- uh, rappers on here. So that was a good but decision you, by him. But you know what, Ken? You know, this is obviously not our first Griselda project that we've done on the road 365. 
However, if you look at the other, um, you know, I guess artists that are on Griselda, this is the blueprint. It's like, yeah, you know, we'll give you a feature two, maybe even three, but for the most part, this is on you. This is, you're not going to ride the Griselda wave to success. You have to create your own wave. Now we could put you on, we can put the spotlight on you because we generated that spotlight. But if you're going to carry this torch, it's all the way on you. And I like the fact that they've took, that they've taken that approach with everybody, right? Like we said the same thing with Benny and BSF. Uh, we said the same thing with, um, oh, what's the first lady of Griselda? I can't think of her name. Armani Caesar, I believe. Armani Caesar. You know what I'm saying? So even and now, even with Boldy, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I definitely like that approach because I think in back in the day, right? Like when we had the bad boys and stuff like that, there were a lot of artists that we had to question, like, what, like, why, like, what are you, like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Like the Tony Yayos of the world, the loons of the world, like, what, like, who, like, where the hell did you come from? You know what I'm saying? All they're doing is just getting features on Diddy stuff, on obviously 50 Cent stuff and stuff like that. And it's like, you never built your own catalog to be able to withstand your own career. And I feel that what Griselda is doing is that they're trying to build independent careers for all of the people that they've signed. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, I'm looking for this line that I thought was really dope. Monchini is trying to find it. I think it was hmm. at the top. Maybe it was on new wave. I should have looked. To me, the, the hardest line was when he said, you know, niggas is from Detroit. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I ain't never heard nobody say that before. Yeah, I think it was it was something about um uh I turned the nine into into and in, wait, I turned the nine into five fours, and then he finished it, you know, using that same um um mm-hmm. uh, uh shit, I don't even know what they call it. But it was like nine, nine to five, five, four is nine. And I was trying to find the rest of it because I was like, man, I think he tied all that shit together. But I was like, oh, shit, wait a minute. That was actually kind of dope how he did that shit. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Because I think he's one of those guys that kind of like because he doesn't really do a a lot. He's not really extra on the mic or energetic. Mm -hmm. You know, he just kind of says though. So sometimes you kind of he pulls you into his world. Uh, with the way he raps that sometimes some of the stuff, not that it goes over your head, you just stop kind of paying attention really. Mm-hmm. So it takes repeated listens to hear like other parts. Cause you kind of, you know, you know, you maybe. You yeah, it's too simple. Back in. Yeah. 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 100%. It's too simple. Sometimes you're hundred percent right. Ken. you're not in his moment until he may say one or two things. You're like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. What else did I miss? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I 100% agree. And I also agree, or I want to make this point as well in terms of the production and Boldy and how it compliments or doesn't compliment is, um, the fact that, you know, we've heard Boldy on other production and stuff like that, obviously. And to me, the first thing that makes Boldy dope is his voice. 100%. One of the best voices in hip hop. Um, the other thing that makes him dope is his flow. And I feel that none of the beats here challenged Boldy to flow different. Mm. Boldy almost sounded the same or in the same pocket on all of these beats. Yeah. You know, because like in Price and T in China, oh, hold on, let me pull that up. I don't remember the damn tracks on that. Give me one second. See, like slow roll. You know, off of Price and T in China, like it's not a super energetic song, but it's like 
he had to keep pace with that beat, you know, so it made him change up the flow. And he sounds dope when he goes, when, when, when he's not so slow, because he's always going to be monotone. But when he can speed mm. up the flow a little bit or chop it up and do different things, like that makes it even doper. And again, like this is only 10 songs, so I didn't necessarily need that much variety because it, it, it was a it was a good project, but it wasn't it wasn't his best of 2020. I know that for a fact. Yeah, and the track is on Monte Cristo. Um, yeah, he said, uh, turn a nine into four or fives, let them fly whole. I was like, damn, that was kind of that was kind of cool. Um, Cause nine is a whole number. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, collecting my pros and still got an extra nine O's is blocks. Yeah, man. Mm. Like, yeah, man. Like, damn. He, he could play around. He, he he knows how to play around. He's definitely a wordsmith and a lyricist, you know. And mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you saying that. You know, sometimes it's so simplistic that it, it you just may not catch it. You know what I'm saying? You may think that. It's just that simple, but it it really wasn't. You know, it, it, I remember there was this one dude who came when I was coming up playing basketball. He was so slow, he was quick. Mm. Like, he hit me with a crossover so slow that he would cross everybody over because you didn't think he could get it. And I feel like that's how I feel sometimes with Boldy, that his, 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 just how he is is so slow that it'll definitely go over your head sometimes. But, you know, either way, it, it's it's a good project. I think overall... Yeah, we're giving them criticism, but that's kind of our job, man. We're music critics. Um, but it, overall, it's a good project. Ken, there's 10 songs. Which joints were your favorite? Uh, let me go with, uh, well, Monte Cristo. Mm-hmm. Monte Cristo, Cardinal Sin. Um, shit, what is the name tripping? All right. Um, Brick Van Etzel. Cartier, Monte Cristo, and Cardinal Sin. But for me, give me Cartier, uh, Brick Van Exel, give me Monte Cristo, give me Bentega. So, all right, y'all. Look, we appreciate you hopping on to the road to the DE365. Um... I'm pretty sure we're going to touch more Boldy projects. I know I say that about every artist that we touch. But, yo, it's 365 albums, Ken. Like, it, it, we're going to have to repeat a whole bunch of artists, you know, and, and kind of dig mm-hmm. deep into a couple of people's catalogs and stuff like that. So, look, if you guys enjoy it, we appreciate it. Obviously, we'll see you tomorrow. So, we out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>